Every epic adventure needs a treasure map, and every career journey needs a purpose and strategy. Let's take this trek together. I'm Megan Valley. And I'm Brad Minton. This is your career GPS. Welcome back to Your Career GPS, the podcast designed to help teens, young adults, college students, and new grads navigate their personal career journey. I'm Brad Minton back here as always with my incredible co-host, Megan Valley. How are you doing, Megan? Oh, I'm so good, Brad. I'm here with you again. It's a good day. I'm ready. All right. You know, these last few weeks have been fantastic, and we want to just take a brief minute to pause here and say a big thank you, a big amount of appreciation to both our listeners and our amazing guests. Yes. And specifically, you know, to our listeners, you're what makes this happen. (laughs) And we are just so, so grateful. We want to express that appreciation for the feedback that we've been getting. That's so helpful for us. And it you know, tells us what's working, what's not working, and and how we can reach more people. So please continue to support and to share the podcast with those that you know that you feel can benefit from this. Um, Obviously, we're targeting those young professionals, um, people who are in college, people who are in high school, just getting started after college, etc. So please continue with that support. We are so, so grateful for everything that y'all are doing for us. Uh, Make sure to subscribe as well whenever you do listen, wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram. Brad has just created us a new account. It's super fun. (laughs) At Your Career GPS Podcast. All one word. Yes. And so that kind of leads us into today. Our episode today is all about social media. We love this topic, right? You know, this Mm -hmm. is uh, particularly relevant for, you know, our listeners. And the podcast is directed to uh, specifically you guys, millennials and Gen Z, who've grown up in the age of social media. This has been all around you pretty much since you've been born. And uh, our conversation today is actually about how to utilize this in a slightly different way than maybe you're accustomed to. And uh, it's really towards career fulfillment and also uh, to make sure that your trajectory of your career is um, matching what you have planned for yourself. Our amazing guest today is Hannah Morgan. And Hannah Morgan is uh, one of this year's LinkedIn top voices in job search and careers and a nationally recognized author and speaker on job search strategies. She founded careersherpa.net to combine her career expertise with her love of writing, speaking, and social media. Her mission is to educate professionals on how to maneuver through today's job search process. Hannah is a regular contributor to U.S. News and World Report. She's been quoted by media outlets including Forbes, USA Today, Money Magazine, Huffington Post, Market Watch, Life Watcher, The Muse, I'm running out of breath here, <laughs> Business Insider, <laughs> Smart Brief, Payscale, as well as many other publications. She has also authored the infographic resume and co-author of Social Networking for Business Success. And it is an absolute honor to have her on the podcast today. Welcome, Hannah. It's great to be here. Thank you so much, you guys. This is fun. This is a great topic. Oh my gosh, it is a great topic and it's so important. I talk to so many different people who have questions about this, who struggle with this. So I am stoked that we have you on the show today. And to get us started, 
<laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to pursue your career? So I had been um, in, with a company very, that was really small and it grew really fast and I got thrown into the role of human resources in recruiting. Um, and so while I was with that company, we went from 120 people to 2,000 people in less oh than a year. So that meant I did a lot of hiring. And that's how I first sort of understood this world of hiring. I grew into a new role with the organization and then ended up leaving. And I joined a company called Lee Hecht Harrison. They do outplacement services. So when companies mm -hmm. downsize, lay off people, they hire a contract with an outplacement service provider. And Lee Hecht Harrison provides training on for people to help them polish their resume and understand how job search works. I had no idea that kind of job even existed. That wasn't even on my radar. Um, and I fell in love with it. And I've been doing it ever since. So that was, I'm not even going to tell you how long ago it was, but it was a while ago. And um, it, the the world of job search is basically the same, but it's very different, right? The job seeker mm -hmm. is looking for a new job. The employer has a job they want to fill. So that part has stayed the same. The rest of it is very different. Wow. Absolutely. That's absolutely amazing. And, you know, one of the consistencies that we've seen across the many guests that we've had the opportunity to, uh, to speak with so far is uh, so many of them, like you, uh, really discovered this path and and kind of fell into it and immediately just fell in love with the the work and it is uh, deeply fulfilling so uh, I know that resonates with me as well that I didn't start my career with that in mind uh, as well now one of the things that you are known for uh, you're one of the amazing job search gurus and uh, I think it's important that you know, we kind of step back and kind of say, this is sort of a different ball game that, that many young people are entering into now, not just because of the pandemic, um, because, you know, things had obviously been a little bit more competitive before that. But there is this misconception, and we see it all the time in our work, working with students that you see a job posting, you click apply, mm -hmm. and it's done. And, you know, th that's how you that's how you get a job. But Clearly, that's not the way to go about it. That's not the approach. So can you kind of help our listeners first really understand maybe why that approach isn't isn't effective? Yeah, it, it breaks my heart that, um, that, that that's still like the common belief that all you have to do is apply for a job online and that that will convert into an opportunity. It, mm -hmm. um, it it, it sort of is sort of hardwired, and I and I don't know why it hasn't changed. And I think it's up to all of us. I know why. It's because it's the easiest thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. I just put my resume there, fill out the long application, and wait, mm -hmm. right? But I did mm -hmm. my part. It makes me feel like I have done something, right? That's that's the feeling of accomplishment. Exactly. I did it. Checkbox. Yeah. Now I get to wait. Um, and I think that that is why so many people even start there and fall back to that as the way of looking for work. It just is feeling of accomplishment. But the, the sad part is that a very small percentage of companies actually hire people that apply on their website. They mm. prefer to hire people who come as a referral source or who are already inside the company. And so if we know those two things, if 
we have to realize that companies prefer to hire somebody who's either inside the company or somebody who comes from a referral source. So an employee refers them or a friend of the family refers them, they get referred. Those are the two top ways companies prefer to hire. So that just means for everybody listening that you need to either get in a job with the company, be inside the company, right? Mm -hmm. Get that job inside, which is hard enough, or talk to somebody you know who works there and get a referral. And that's really hard. That's the harder part. But for the young people, uh, can I continue on my my (laughs) story here? Because there are a lot of colleges and universities that do a phenomenal job coordinating and facilitating internships or co-ops. And that is almost like working for the company. Right. I mean, it is. It's that's that's how you will potentially get a job with that company or another company. Not only that, but it gives you tangible work experience, which is something that companies always want. It's great that you have a degree, but companies don't hire based on degree. They they hire based on experience and familiarity with the industry or the job or the product or the service. So I think we have to remember that if your school offers internships or helps facilitate those, or you have the opportunity to get an internship, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. (laughs) Get that foot in the door. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love what you said about that feeling of accomplishment, right? That immediate satisfaction. I think that's exactly hitting it on the head, hitting that nail on the head. Because when we're applying, when we're in that job search, it can be overwhelming. And we don't want to feel like we're just sitting back, but oh, I submitted. 20 applications today. I'm ahead of the game. I'm doing so much better than all my competition, you know? And really, it just kind of, that flood can be white noise and it's not as effective as we want to be. So I love that you said that (laughs) first off. But yeah, that's just, that's so important for us to realize that that is one very small piece of the entire job search and of all those efforts that we're putting in place. So how can our our listeners start to utilize social media and get on that right path to start connecting with those opportunities. So when, when we think of job search and we think of social media, the first thing that should come to mind is LinkedIn. I worked mm-hmm. for a career center yes. um, in a business school for a number of years and I, this is business school. So, you know, they've already gone through four years of college and I can't tell you, I was surprised by how many of these business school students did not have a LinkedIn profile. And it just right, boggled my mind. Right. I don't know where, again, the schools were missing the boat on this. Uh, um, yes. But you have to have a LinkedIn profile. And yes. you have to understand how the tool works. Because it's not just a job board. It's not just an online resume. It's really a community. It's a it's a social network. It's like Facebook. It's like whatever place platform you use, but it's for job, it's for people who are working. It's a professional network. So I think that um, it, it is worth everybody's time to understand the ins and outs, the nuances of LinkedIn and how it works, and then build out a really keyword SEO, search engine optimized, really kick Right. Yeah. Yeah. LinkedIn profile. Like that's where they have to start. You've got to have a solid foundation of knowledge and a great um, LinkedIn profile before you go off and start trying to do anything more than that. 
Um, and I think that that really is helpful. But I'm going to say, so I'm going to put LinkedIn in that in its own special box. But I'm going to say to everyone who's listening that you also have already a built-in network on social media, on Insta, on mm-hmm. Facebook, on mm-hmm. Twitter, on TikTok, wherever you are. Those mm-hmm. people already are your connections. You're connected with them. And so you while they're, they don't know what know you perhaps from a work environment, they know you on a personal level. And that mm-hmm. counts for a lot. They can speak to, they trust you, right? They, they yeah. think enough of you to be following you, connected with you on these different platforms. Mm-hmm. So I always say social media is a wonderful platform for growing exposure and, and refining and tightening up your network and, and having people get to know you better. So whatever platform you're on, don't think of it just as whatever it is. Our world has melded. Our personal and professional lives collide. Mm-hmm. You're, the people that you're friends with on Instagram have friends and family and know people who work at some of the companies that you would love to work for. Your job as a job seeker uh, uh, who is using those platforms is to communicate your desire, what you're looking for on Instagram. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, if you say, I really want to keep my personal and private life separate, I can appreciate that. All you need to do then in that case is make sure that once, at least once, that you have a really great post on Insta, Facebook, wherever, that makes this formal announcement to your network that you are in the market for a job. List all the types of jobs you're interested in. List the companies you would love to work for. And then ask your network for help. Who do you know at any of these companies? Who do you know in any of these roles that you could introduce me to? And if you post that and share it as a story, go ahead, do it, Mm -hmm. get full exposure, Mm -hmm. see what happens. My belief is that just by posting that to your personal accounts on Insta and Facebook, you will get a huge response, right? Way to cut and then follow up on all that great information. Right. Because yes. it's, you're going to get help. And, and I think a lot of people first tune to, well, I've got to go connect with people I don't know. No, 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 no. Start yes. with the people you yes. do know. Make, make sure yes. they know what you're looking for. Yes. No, what I love about that is that you connected back to that previous point, which is that um, for so many young people, they think it, it, it's a matter of click apply and you get the job. And and as you pointed out, it is about the personal referral. And there you go. This is a, this is an untapped resource that's available for you that that many people already have. I mean, I'm absolutely blown away when I see. 16, 17 year olds that have like 3000 followers on, on, on these <laughs> yes. different social media channels. And I'm like, how, <laughs> I don't even know 3000 people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like this is, you know, available pipeline for you, you know, towards that next opportunity. And, and what they do have a tendency to do is put them in two separate boxes and say that, you know, these are, these are my friends, these are my associates, these are followers, mm-hmm. quote unquote. And, um, and then, the, the pipeline that I need to establish for my career is something completely different. And, and what you're saying is uh, not really. This is, this is a great starting point, and I, yeah. I love that. You can take it one step further. So I gave the yeah. scenario of that person that wants to keep the two separate, just make that one post. But if you really wanted to get a little bit more serious about this, you could on a regular basis, not every day, because that would be sort of 
invading your friends. They don't want to see your work <laughs> stuff all the time. But if you wanted to post once a month, once every couple of weeks about a fun project that you've done or an interesting mm -hmm. article related to your industry and ask people for feedback or thoughts about that, something related to your industry, the occupation, a cool project that you've worked in, maybe even the volunteer work that you've been doing. Um, all of uh, a post regularly about one of that, one of those things can help people solidify in your, in their minds, what you're looking for, who you are professionally. They know who you are personally. Now you need to sort of get into their minds and have it sink in what you are looking for and who you are professionally. Um, and a regular post about something to do with that on a regular basis can help brand you in that way. You can even, if you wanted to, add some more information to your bio in any one of those platforms that can be like a hashtag, you know, mm -hmm. coder, hashtag software right. developer, whatever <laughs> that job yeah. title is that you're aspiring to be, you could use that in your, in your bio as well if you really wanted to make this a co-functioning social media campaign. I like that you mentioned that because it's so important to reinforce that brand on the personal side because mm. more often than not, the people on these personal accounts are more invested in you, right? These are your close friends, your family, mm -hmm. people who love you, who know you, who want you to succeed. And we've, we've touched on that, but it's just, I want to blatantly say, you know, mm -hmm. these people are in your court. These are your cheerleaders. They will fight for you. So it's, it's important to blur those lines. <laughs> They will go to the edge of the earth to help you out. You just have to give them the right information to do that, right? So th then I'm going to continue on because then there are those people yes, who say, yes. I want to take it one step further. And this is how you do that. If yes. you want to use social media to really sort of get access to some of these people you don't know, go meet them, find out where they hang out. So let's start by following the companies that you want to work for on all their social channels. So they may have a Facebook page just for careers. Um, mm -hmm. Oftentimes it's the company name at careers or careers at the company name or life at company name. Follow their pages on, um, on Facebook. And then go to Instagram and see what, and if you go to the company's main website, usually they'll tell you what their social outlets are. Go follow them on Insta, go follow them on wherever they are and, and Twitter, wherever. Follow the company there and then go look at their stream. Look at who in the company is posting and commenting, leaving any kind of comment um, and follow those people as well. So that way you're sort of starting with the people, the organization, right? And then you're branching out to say, okay, let me try and get in with some of the people that work there. LinkedIn makes it super simple. Go to LinkedIn, go to the company page, mm -hmm. search for people who have a job like you want and find out their name and then go search for them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter mm -hmm. and follow them. Mm -hmm. The other thing about Twitter is I love Twitter. That was like where I got my start. Twitter's great, but people get overwhelmed by it. And mm -hmm. if you don't know about lists, on Twitter, lists are lists are what make Twitter usable. Other than that, it's just a massive feed of information. So, <laughs> right? It's hard to follow what's going on. So I have created, and this is what I recommend job seekers do, a list for target companies. That's where you put the company accounts, the people who work inside company in inside companies, and you can filter out whatever the list you want. If you want to just do the people of all companies or people of just at one company depending on how many people there are to follow, right? Follow <laughs> the people, the employees of the company.
company and then, right. um, you know, follow the hashtags that that company uses. Right. So if you're That's using right. lists, it makes yeah. it super simple just to filter and see what those people are saying that you want to follow um, without all the noise and confusion of everything else going on on Twitter. Oh, it's a nice way that. to organize. <laughs> it is like, yes, it's a huge way to organize. It makes it so much easier. Twitter lists. That's the name of the game. Keeping it usable. Because a lot right. of people don't like Twitter because it's just too noisy and they don't like what they're seeing. But mm -hmm. if you filter stuff out with lists, then you're only going to see what you need to see mm -hmm. when you want to see it. Yes, absolutely. So for all of our listeners, you know, this is this is that point of reflection where you kind of go, all right, let me let me reference back to, to see who I'm following. Are you following the Kardashians? <laughs> are you are you following the companies, the industries, the people that are relevant to where you're headed in terms of your career? And so making that transition, I think, is is really, really a great practical step and um, something that you know, that doesn't mean that you have to uh, stop investing in your personal network. It doesn't mean that you're not uh, following some of the things that, that uh, you've been doing before. But now you're just you're starting to make that shift. You're starting to think about what's important towards my future and how can I start getting involved with these these companies and these organizations, you know, on that level. I was surprised. I was a smart brief, which is a news aggregator for um, careers and in different industry news. They just posted an infographic because they ran a poll and they asked how many um, thought leaders people were following. And 25% said they're following one to four thought leaders. Another 25% said they were following five or more thought leaders. And zero and 51% or whatever that was, 50% said they weren't following any thought leaders on social oh, media. Wow. And that sort of made me sad because it makes me think, well, then how are they getting their news? How are they staying up on what's happening in their industry if they're not following thought leaders? And let's, can we oh, define yeah. what a thought leader is? A thought leader is just somebody sure. who, you know, is regularly writing, speaking, talking about what's going on in the industry. They usually have a blog or, you know, they're, they're, speaking on podcasts or mm -hmm. they write articles that are cited in like Harvard Business Review or other you know industry publications they're, they're people who are well thought of in their industry um, and I think that those people have a lot we can learn from right we can pick up on their thinking and we can use their thoughts and ideas to help us do better things in our own professional life. So my words of wisdom, my words of encouragement to all of you that are getting a start in your career is start reading more, learning about the news that's going on in your industry and follow those thought leaders on social media. Mm -hmm. I love that. I also think that just that action of starting to follow people, these thought leaders, other professionals, people in these companies that you're excited about, organically builds that brand as well and reinforces that brand because of the, this action that you are taking to follow them, you will start to interact as well. And you'll start to post your own things or you'll share things that you've seen from these people you're following. And naturally that starts to build and, and grow <laughs> this brand that you have. So I think for a lot of our listeners too, it can be really overwhelming and you feel like, I don't know what my brand is or, yeah, that's my dream company. I'm never going to get there, you know, and just taking these baby steps, these small actions build upon each other. So take that first step. 
<laughs> Make it happen. Yeah, and in, in immersing yourself in in that culture and the news that's going on around the company really is a great first step. I was just mm-hmm. I just posted something on LinkedIn today, and, and I, you know I said if it seems too easy or too good to be true, then it probably is. I mean, a lot of what we want is instant gratification, and I'm here to say there's no such thing. Um, it really what we want is going to take time to build, and I, and I'm I'm sorry for that. Right? <laughs> like I wish we could get have instant gratification would be so much easier but it does take time to build and a lot of the people that are listening to this want it now um Mm -hmm. but this one guy on linkedin said you know what it took me two years to get into my dream company he's like Mm -hmm. i built my connections over two years and waited and waited and kept talking to people inside that company Mm -hmm. and then when that dream job became available they called me and they hired me he's like Mm -hmm. be patient you know build the relationships now because if you want it badly enough and you Mm -hmm. continue to follow up with those people they they know that they will feel that and and if you're good and you're solid and you're interested they're going to stay in touch with you absolutely and you know being passionate is is really authentic and i think it it shines through that somebody can really really assess when you know you're purposeful about your mission and what you're trying to accomplish and i can i can personally speak to that you know i'm in my position now at, at the university that i'm at because it was a seed that was planted and it took time to grow and the connection one of the the major influencers that got me into that position was a person that I had met a year and a half before that. <laughs> so yeah. sometimes, sometimes those things, they really do. They just, uh, they take time to grow. But, you know, one of the things I, I wanted to kind of shift gears for a quick second, because, you know, you're bringing up some just incredible points about, you know, how, how young people can make this transition and to start seeing themselves again as brands and how to do that on a very incremental level. Not, I mean, these aren't rapid shifts here. This mm-hmm. is these are these are quick tangible steps to be able to take. But with with any of those kind of things there there're naturally going to be some some words of caution, um some some concerns or maybe some things that maybe they need to avoid doing. Um, so what kind of, for you, what fits into that category? Yeah. And, and it, there've been so many studies done, um, over the past few years on what dangerous social media behavior looks like and what, what's going to turn <laughs> off an employer. I, I don't think we need to be rocket scientists to figure it out. Like it's anything, <laughs> let me, I'll spell it out just in case, <laughs> right? <laughs> alcohol, drugs, sex, um, risky behavior, like those are the things that employers are going to avoid. They're not going to look at you if they're seeing that stuff. So um, that means if your personal Facebook page or your personal, you want to keep it personal, then you're going to have to do something more than just lock it down, right? Because people are going to tag you and and it's going to get spread out. So you're going to have to use a different name so people can't even identify you, right? And a lot of, I've seen a lot of people (laughs) do that. They're like, Hannah Marie. There are a lot of Hannah Marie's out there, right? (laughs) Change, don't make it easy for people to figure out that that's really you. So give yourself sort of a false name, a fake name. Um, The other option is to have a personal account for Insta and a professional account for Insta. Mm -hmm. And you can do that, right? Just need a different email address. But just know that, that that even though you have that personal account, 
there's still people that are going to tag you and that information is never really private, right? Yeah. It's out mm. there on the internet. So just be sure that anything that is risky, that is involving any of those taboo things, that you um, at least monitor that, delete it, lock it down to the best of your ability. And that's going to come up. What you really want to make sure is that you're promoting the good stuff, the stuff of you volunteering, <laughs> the work, the <laughs> pictures of you attending a career fair at your school. Mm -hmm. Like those mm -hmm. are the things, if you get enough people to like that, that will be the first content. Employers are really concerned with what they see on the first page of search results or what comes up first. Mm -hmm. So if some of that bad stuff of you is not completely hidden, but it comes up on page four or five because it was three years ago, you're better off. You know, we can't always mm -hmm. delete everything. But but don't engage in, in t political stuff that's really hot negative right now. Right, um, right. Um, and just, you know, if you've got extreme or even very strong beliefs politically or religiously, you probably don't want to put that out on social either. Unless, unless, unless your goal is to work for a political, right. or, political organization that is aligned with your beliefs, mm -hmm. or you want to work for a religious organization that is aligned with your beliefs, right? So there are exceptions mm -hmm. to that, but you just want to know that any of those strong beliefs are also things that are a, a red flag for people. They don't know how that will play in their workforce and, and they want to be sure that you're not going to cause disruption in the flow and their peace and harmony that they've got going on. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So many nuggets of wisdom in there, Hannah. That was just amazing. I heard mm -hmm. at least five things in there that are, again, those tangible action steps we can take now. If you're worried about that personal account, you can change your name, right? And you can kind of clean it up a little bit. Yes, you're still going to be able to be found in the future, but that's something we can do right now. Being able to, you know, highlight those those most important things. I love that too. Start showing off what you want to attract. <laughs> That's exactly what you're telling us, right? Be that magnet for those companies. If, if the company you want to work for is all focused on the environment and, and being a positive impact there, then we want to show that that's a huge part of who you are. You're doing that in your free time. You're doing that with your friends, with your family, you know, through school. So I, I love that. Oh my gosh. So, so powerful. And another concern that I hear from, from some of my students and people that I work with is a hesitation with social media. I'm putting myself out there. I'm making this information public and sharing with the world and I'm scared. <laughs> so, so what kind of advice would you give to someone in those shoes? Well, so here's the thing. Your information is already out there, whether you know it or not. So if you haven't done this yet, this is a really good time. Go into the um, Google or your favorite search engine. Go into the, what's it called? Uh, anonymous. It's not anonymous. What is it? Uh, the, uh, anyway, go Google your name. <laughs> and see what Google finds when they, when they when someone searches for your name. Because um, recruiters are doing that too. They're searching. Um, and so what you think is maybe really private may not be as private as you think it is. I think that we all have a voice and we all have a, rep a reputation. What people say about us when we're inside and outside of the room. All we're saying is let that come through the best possible version of you online, right? If people say, oh, you've got a great sense of humor, that's going to come through in whatever you post. And so when I first started blogging, which was a long time ago, I had an audience of 
of two, like my dad and somebody else <laughs> random, right? And it was like crickets. I would never hear anything back. So throughout throughout the process of blogging, I quote unquote found my voice. I found a style of writing. I found a style of communicating that felt good for me and it felt like me. And I continued to use that. And it's morphed and changed over time. But I'm not suggesting that you become somebody that you aren't. The, the trick is to be you mm -hmm. online. Um, yeah. And so you're already you. You just have to find a way to communicate that um, and to let that shine because your friends and family already know you, right? And they love you for what you do. And I think we're just looking to grow that audience of people who love you for what you do. Oh, lovely mm -hmm. sentiment. I love that. Yeah. One of the quotes that I heard a long time ago, and I, I'm not entirely sure who said it, but I, I, I've kept thinking about this a lot, is that opportunities come when people know that you know what you know. And um, <laughs> it's a little bit of a tongue twister, but it, uh, it, I keep coming back to that because I think it's the, the, one of the overarching messages here that, that you've talked about a lot today is being able to now see yourself uh, in a slightly different light and utilize this great tool that you've been using all along and just pivot a little bit and do it a little bit differently. And by, you know, following companies, by engaging with their social media pages, by posting things that are relevant to your career growth and things that are personally fulfilling and satisfying for you is a way to do that in a way that people now uh, are going to associate you with a particular industry, with a brand, with a set of skills. And and I love that message. And I, I think that uh, it, and it's really, really easy um, for those individuals to to take that and realize that this is not super complicated. This is not <laughs> as as hard or intimidating as as maybe they they'd like to think it is. I am I've got a couple of other thoughts. One is lurk. Yeah. I'm a great lurker. Before I <laughs> Yes, I, I love that. Yes. Like lurking is the greatest. And what I mean by lurking is if you're following a company, lurk and see what people are saying, right? Get, a, mm -hmm. get an idea of the kinds of comments, the types of people. Um, and mm -hmm. then it's like jumping into a conversation. If everybody else is whispering and you jump into a conversation yelling, they're going to look at you like a freak. So you want to <laughs> sort of um, not be that person screaming, jumping into a whispering conversation. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You want to sort of mirror or, again, not being fake or phony, but but be being um, situationally aware of what's being said in that site, right? Yes. And I'm not suggesting that you post, a, you know, ask a question, well, do you have any jobs available? Like, that's not... a a realistic and, and a meaningful post, a comment. You want to ask more about the company, the culture, or the project they're posting about, whatever that is. So you want to try and mirror or get make your comment fit into the context of what's being said um, in the same kind of way. So lurking gives you the knowledge to, and understanding to be able to do that. So before posting everything, get a feel of what's being said there, read the other comments, see who else is commenting, and then make sure that you leave a comment or a, a some sort of a comment 
that is relevant and fits the tone of that message going on. Um, and there's no need to self-promote. You don't have to say, well, I'm really great and this is what I think, right? <laughs> you, you can say, well, you could be more humble and say, even I do this. You know, you've mentioned, you know, that this is the way trends are going. Have you noticed any other changes in what, what's changing in the industry, right? Ask a question. Gain clarity. Yes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So um, lurking is a really good idea. Not only do you learn the tone, the style of, of what's being said in those conversations, but you might pick up on some new ways of doing things yourselves. Like I learn a lot by lurking. There are some people that are great on social media, leaving really witty comments, and I can't be that, but I can right. look at what they're doing and say, ooh, that generated a lot of results. How can I do something similar in a mm-hmm. comment that would work for me? Mm-hmm. So I think lurking is a great idea. Yes, absolutely, Hannah. I 100% agree with that. You hit the nail on the head. And I, I think one of the things there is that success leaves clues. And you can really get a lot of indication about what seems to be working, what seems to be resonating um, through those posts. And I can't remember you know, what the exact statistic is. Maybe, Hannah, you, you might know a little bit better than me. But I, the last I heard, you know, the vast majority of people that are on social media are not creating content. They're just kind of passively engaging. They might like something, they might share something, but they're not, they're not commenting. They're not actively engaging. Right. And I think, so I think you're absolutely right. Most people just sort of skim and move on. So that Mm -hmm. means, and one of the biggest dream, the the greatest, um, accomplishments or the, the things that make people like my, my, like myself feel good on social media is when someone does leave a comment. Like we crave mm-hmm. comments. We want people to <laughs> say something about our work. So anybody who's posted anything on social media is craving a reaction or a response or a comment, some sort of engagement. That means, so that means since so few people are doing it, it doesn't take much for your comment to get on the radar of the person that you want it to get on the on their radar for so leave those comments because you'll be one of the few people doing it and it's going to make the the poster feel really good and they'll remember you for that and then you can do mm-hmm. take that relationship one step further through email or other platforms the other thing that i was going to say is sometimes this open pool of social media can feel a, a little vast like the ocean so the way around that is to find mini pools of um people who are talking about topics that are interest of interest to you. So what I mean by the, all of this is LinkedIn, Facebook, they're both very um, good at creating groups. These are specific groups by topic or theme or people have created groups that dive deeper into a specific topic. So I do this all the time with job seekers. I'm like, go search for jobs in your industry, the jobs slash your industry, um, and find go search groups on LinkedIn for people who are talking about that. I'm a member of a lot of groups on Facebook that have to do with posting on LinkedIn, what recruiters, what the challenges our recruiters are facing right now, mm-hmm. career coaches um, talking about their situation and their trends. So Facebook is where I'm going to engage in a mini pool of people who are having conversations about the topic that uh, that interests me 
LinkedIn used to have great groups. They still do have groups. They're just not as vibrant as Facebook groups, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean they, they serve a very important purpose. So I would definitely look at groups that are related to your desired industry or career move and join those groups on LinkedIn. I think you can draw, draw, join up to 50 groups on LinkedIn, maybe even more <laughs> nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just gives you a chance to see what people are talking about and engage with people who have that similar interest or concern or focus. So groups become a mini pool in this huge, vast sea, which makes it a little bit more specific and um, easier to have communication. It's sort of a closed situation. You have given us so many nuggets of wisdom today. (laughs) I know Mm -hmm. that Brad and I are both blown away by tons of these tips that you've been offering, so many action items that we can take now. Um, And so because of that, because of all the advice that you've been sharing with us, I am curious, we are curious to know about the best piece of career advice you've received throughout your career. So what's one, one thing that just sticks out in your mind? So long ago when I was with a company and I hated, hated, hated my job, and I think everyone's been there where they've been in a job they hate, like mm-hmm. every day I would go into the office and figure out, think of ways that I could get myself fired. That's how much I hate Oh my, my gosh, yes. oh, right. yeah. Right. What can I before. do that's going to get me fired today? Um, <laughs> so I was having a conversation with somebody that worked there and he, he was a little bit older than me. And I said, listen, I got to get out of here. I can't do this another day. And he's like, okay, Hannah, give me a list of five companies that you want to work for and I'll make it introductions to you um, with the people I know in those companies. I'm like, dude, I don't know five companies I want to work for. He's like, well, that's your homework, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as bad as the situation is, we've got, we've got to take the steps to identify where we want to get go in order for somebody to be able to help us. Identify five companies you would rather work for instead of where you are right now and share that list with people that can help you. Taking that ownership, you're taking control of your situation so that you can land that job that you do want, or at least get on that path to a better position that's going to be more fulfilling. Oh, I love that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So again, just to sort of reiterate what Megan had said previous, but we're blown away, obviously. Um, And I, I hope our listeners are really blown away because, you know, what you've gotten from this particular episode is, has been very easy, very realistic, and mm-hmm. not time-exhaustive steps that you can take in order to, to shift your usability, uh, how you leverage social media to impact your career development, you know, now and in the long term. And these are, these are very, very easy shifts uh, to be able to make. So we want to thank Hannah for some of the amazing contributions that that she made today and in uh, guiding our listeners to overcome uh, some of those fears, some of those apprehensions, uh, recognize some of the areas of caution, some of the things that they do need to be concerned about, and then take these easy, tangible steps um, in order to, to pivot towards being able to maximize the usage of social media in this respect. So, um, Hannah, with all of these things in mind, I'm sure people are going to want to follow some of your amazing content after this. So how can our, our listeners find you? How can they reach out? How can they follow and connect with you? So, yeah, I um, have my own website, which is careersherpa.net. 
And I am on LinkedIn, Hannah Morgan. I'm on Twitter, Career Sherpa, Insta, Career Sherpa, Facebook, Career Sherpa. Um, so yeah, please drop me a line, say hi, leave a comment, tell me you heard me on Brad's show. Would love to um, engage and interact with you. Wonderful. You know, this this really was exciting today. And, and it's always fantastic to be able to take these conversations. And, uh, you know, even though we're promoting a lot of the, this content, we're still learning in the process, too. And I, I took uh, definitely a couple of nuggets of wisdom uh, myself <laughs> yes. from this. And uh, so we're we're so appreciative. And we just want to, again, thank you for uh, for being here today. Um, you really are a leader in the field. It's been our honor to have you. And uh, stay tuned because we do have some incredible episodes coming up, some incredible guests uh, on the horizon. So continue to stay tuned, continue to support us, follow us uh, now on Instagram, connect with Megan and I on LinkedIn. Uh, we'd be happy uh, to do that. Until next time, this is your career GPS and your journey awaits. <laughs>